Starburst Radio is sponsored by Arrow Films. Check out the latest releases on arrow.co.uk. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes. And villains. And aliens from a thousand worlds. A billion years in the making. The event horizon of Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m., exclusive to Fam Radio International. And welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International with me, Mike Royce, and Mr. Martin Unsworth. Hello. And we're the editors of Starburst Magazine, and this is the official show of the magazine of the most amazing cult stuff in the world ever, and we're the longest running and blah, and that blah, blah. Fit on the cover, so we just changed it to the longest running magazine of cult entertainment. Yeah, indeed. It's we got it a little all. bit better. We cover everything. There's nothing we don't cover. Yeah, and this you know? is the award-winning show. It, it certainly is the award-winning show. And, and you know, we, we never know. We, we'll try again for that next year. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. But it's always good. Got to got to get that spotlight on it upstairs, haven't we? Yeah. Got to yeah. do something with it. Then I've got to, it'll be like, um, we'll put it in the middle of the room so it can people can try and steal it, you know, like Mission yeah. Impossible, come down <laughs> through the ceiling. Yeah, we've got to grief. stop you wearing it round your neck first. Yeah, I know. It's terrible, isn't it? really weighs me down. <laughs> so, I hope everybody's okay out there. We're, we're coming to talk to you about your favourite genre stuff. And there's a lot been going on. And there's... Yeah, we've got quite a bit to talk about tonight. We've got some new TV shit. Six years. <laughs> Try saying it properly. Six, what is new it TV series. Yeah. TV um, shit, man. <laughs> yeah, Walking Dead has come to its mid-season conclusion and uh, some more action with the Alien movies. Where I say action, it's 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 quite odd and we'll get to talk about that a bit a bit later. Yeah. But I was just telling um telling you before where I've been this weekend got to recommend it to the to our Starburst listeners. Um Hack Green Secret Nuclear Bunker. It's uh, not far from Stoke. It's down. It's not far from Manchester at all. It's only. It's about a fifty-minute drive, and it's a nuclear bunker from the like seventies, eighties. Yeah, it got decommissioned in ninety-two. It's absolutely enormous, and if you love this sort of stuff that you're into with uh, Starburst, I you would appreciate this place because it is like something out of the Fallout video game. Uh, but it is enormous and it goes on for ages. It's got all the retro tech in it from that era. So it's all computers like a, com- a little laptop computers the size of a room in this place. And it got the uh, got everything. all the 
the little dials and the swizzly yeah, things. Yeah, it's got yeah. all of that, and it's got a BBC room where it was ready so that the people who were in government could uh, do the broadcast, even though they couldn't leave there because of the nuclear war going on. Went all the way through it. Yeah, there's the- room after room after room, and there's tons of tech, and there's a, a hospital wing where people, they've got dummies that are being treated for radiation burns and stuff. Well, they would be dummies if they'd been out in the radiation. That's right, indeed. But it was a, it's a very, very um, strange situation. I mean, you go in, I wasn't expecting it to be that big. But That's also... Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, down down um, in the very, very bottom of it, there's a room where you can go that is the actual place that you'd go in the middle of the war, yeah? Mm. And when you're in there, they do a simulation of what you'd be hearing. So there's all bangs going off and noises and stuff, and it's absolutely terrifying. Really, is genuinely um, well, scary if stuff. It was so uh, sort of insulated and everything, you wouldn't mm. hear that much. Well, apparently you would. You'd hear all the impact of all the explosions so and that going down vibration, and, and that's yeah. what they tried to do. It's very, very unpleasant, actually, that bit. And you do, but you get a feeling of the claustrophobia. And then the rest of it, you're just wandering around looking at the rooms. But I did love the press room, and you've got all the BBC information films on with a weird electronic-y sort of music going on oh, all the time. Yeah, they were great then. It's amazing it is. And, and all of them are on playing and you've got fake newscasts that you're listening to on the radio with it all going on. You can actually lose yourself in the place and forget what's going on. Did they have a load of mattresses that you could just put up against the wall and get under no the, that's what they were telling us to do oh the, the this duck and cover thing we did it in the states they did it here well we we were supposed to if you've seen um where what was it when the wind blows when, when the wind blows yeah, that the, they uh, did yeah. they actually did it they they took the doors off the hinges yeah. put it on uh, and they just built a little den didn't they and yeah, put such a sad film it's no, it's, a, it's it's a terribly sad film, and they, they all the way to the end they think that everything's going to be all right, and yeah, that yeah. Um, and I didn't I I just couldn't believe it. Alpha that did the voice. I can't remember now who did the it voice. Was somebody really really good, really important. It was one of his. Uh... Um, I'm, they were both famous, weren't they? They yeah. did the voices, but it was very 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 good. Oh, was it was it John Mills? John Mills, it was. I was. think it was, yeah. yeah. I can't remember, but somebody else who did the person who did the uh, his wife in the, in it, she was well known as well. Can't remember her name now, yeah. but that that if anybody's seen that, that was one hell of a film. That yeah, why don't they show that instead of the uh, the snowman? Well, yeah, well, I that, haven't. I think we've answered the question. I haven't seen When the Wind Blows for a long time on on anywhere. I, did, I mean, can you even get it on Blu-ray? I don't think you can yet. No, no. You say yet? Yeah. I would. I'd be, it will. It will come out. Do you reckon? I, yeah. yeah. I'll get the uh, what? What's it? You got to be careful with it though, haven't you? When you package it, because you can't um, be sick about it, can you? Because no. the subject matter, you can't de- release it with a radiation tin. Peggy version. Ashcroft. Peggy Ashcroft. Yes, yeah. that's right. Raymond Briggs. Yeah, that was a very, very, very. There were two animated movies of that era that were quite shocking they weren't what you were expecting you went along to see them and i think you were that used to disney and bambi and 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 all the rest of the stuff we hadn't got quite got to the renaissance period like with um little mermaid and co you've you've got the old classics like lady and the tramp and all this stuff so you go in you go in seeing 
a film and you just automatically at that stage now you, you don't think they're all Disney you'd think oh Pixar or this something else but at that point animation you were just thinking oh Disney cartoon yeah 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 and um, Watership Down yeah, and yeah. When the Wind Blows absolutely game changers for me because yeah. I saw that almost and... 10 years between them as well was there yeah was it that long uh, yeah I know Watership Down was very early on 78 yeah, yeah that's yeah. right um, absolutely brutal film yeah Brutal film. I don't. I, I mean, I just remember it being a lot worse than it probably and is. And everybody thought it was going to be nice and sweet because of that little song. The song yeah. "Bright Eyes" <laughs> yeah. by uh, even that you can't that without breaking into tears. Can you? Well, I've got that associated with all that imagery now, yeah. so it's it's quite a sad song. And anybody who's not seen either of those films, you you could do worse because I, they're sort of timeless. Um, you, the, because the Cold War thing's gone away. When the wind blows, isn't as as uh, relevant. It's lost some of its relevancy, but there's still nuclear weapons around, and, and I think, I think this get, can happen. We are getting closer and closer mm. to this sort of stuff happening again. Well, it's it's getting pretty bad. I mean, there's a vote going on tonight. We've, we're in Manchester, and, and well, just before we're going on air tonight, we've got a big march, a big protest going on about well, against a, the war. Semi big. It was about. 100 people. It, it, like I said, back, back in the day, the poll tax, you, you, the whole city would be out. Yeah. You know, the, the, this is, it was so lackluster that. Let's um, well, say we, we said it needs to shout louder because there's nobody up here. That's, yeah, no, no one's interested. No one's going to listen. Any sort of sway. Yeah, you're not going to get anybody who's, or, who's not already on board for that. I mean, they, they needed to go down London, but I, no doubt we'll be at war by the time we finish of this course, yeah. particular um, show because I. Well, you know, anybody who knows me or has heard me on the other show, and I've, I've certainly let it slip enough. They know where my leanings are, and they're certainly not towards the right. So, um, But do, do weirdly that, enough... Do you think that pleb's going to do a little uh, speech like uh, Winston Churchill or something? Oh, oh Cameron? Yeah. He, he's, he, he's been at it all day. He's mm. doing it all day. But, but I don't think if you want to win people over to your argument that calling... Uh, people who don't want to vote your way, terrorist sympathisers, is possibly the best way of getting them on that's, board, you know? That sort of, like, name-calling's been going on for ages. He's such a dick. It's because people like to, uh, you know, they don't they don't like to say they're bullies, but they are bullies, obviously. And they just, uh, it's that mentality. Mm. See, I'm, I'm a, it's awkward for me because I don't, I'm, I'm, um, I'm a hard left, but I don't like Jeremy Corbyn as a person so I'm not and I don't think he's a good choice of leader um, I think he's terrible to be honest um, but, but I didn't you, want to I didn't vote for him do you agree with the crap he's been getting though no I don't I don't agree with any of it but I but he isn't up to that job and he never will be and that's the problem and he, he just isn't I, I knew him from uh, years ago when we we'd, there's a bunch of us and we used to drink in the Trevor um in Charlton, the famous Trevor, they call it. It actually says that on the sign. The fame. Fancy putting that on the sign? <laughs> I don't put that on. Imagine if I put that on Fab Cafe, the famous Fab Cafe. Everyone would go, oh, not going in there then. Yeah. You know, it's like of such ego, that isn't it. But but he, uh, you know, he was he was just he is what he is. He, he puts his principles above the people that he's supposed to be trying to help. I mean, you've got to be pragmatic about things and you've, you can't just stick to your guns all the time. You cannot do that in this world. And and if I if I stuck to my guns, an, uh, there are a lot of things... expression in this day and age. Hey, oh, God. Well, again, another real-world thing. There's been another mass shooting in the States. 
uh, literally an half an hour, half an hour before we came on air. But I'm just saying that you know you got to, if you if I stuck to my guns and on principle, the magazine would be full of pictures of Roger Moore and uh, James Bond films and yeah. stuff, and we wouldn't be covering half the stuff that's and in Robin the Asquith. Microphone. You know, yeah, and Robin Asquith. Yeah, you, you've got to you've got to look at everybody. Like you got to uh, like say you only really, I think if you're running a political party or anything else, you've got to look at the broad church of opinion that's in in there, and you've got to be a person that brings them all together. Yeah. You can't just go in and go right. I'm hard left. Um, so you, now lot, you are now. Yeah, you are now. Or I'm going to get get rid of you. And you can't really do that. And and I don't think that's right. I'm very hard left, but I've never I've never imposed it on other people. You know, it's just one of them situations. Yeah. But yeah, that's where. So when when we get off the show, I'm sure we'll be aware of uh, how well, it's all gone. We'll have to get the tin hats out. Yeah, no, golly, see, this, this it's gone. This is our war war special. This, yeah. is it? <laughs> this is why we watch fantasy. Yeah, because I know. Because the real world's too bloody It rubbish. is weird and wonderful stuff. They just forget all this, all this crap. You know, like you say, um, <clears throat> it's, I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather, yeah, like you say, that bunker, that, that was that was a great day out. By the way, if anyone wants to go, Hat Green, secret nuclear bunker. Although, I was commenting on the way down that the, the signage, when you get near there, you know, when it starts to pop up near the roundabouts and that, that, that it's got a sign that says secret bunker. I'm thinking the secret's not. It's a pretty poorly kept secret. This yeah, really. Yeah. It's like uh, um, like Bruce Wayne having a an yeah, arrow to the back. Yeah, cave. yeah, yeah. The secret cave come this <laughs> way. No, it's um, but it's a cracking day out. It's not that much to get in. It's about eight quid. You get to wander around all day if you want, just hanging around this nuclear bunker and and the terrifying thing is you are aware of what it would be like it's actually quite terrifying that this place was ready for that eventuality mm-hmm. the the impression you get is they didn't they, at the time they were not thinking oh if it gets used it was when it gets used and that's the problem isn't it and it, it could have happened like a lot of younger people don't realize what it was like when you were going to school or you were a teenager or that and you were living with that uh, like the Frankie yeah. Goes to Hollywood um, track with the siren two when two tribes and the, the and all that all that signified how absolutely shit scared everybody was, it was of it hearing was a, a siren and being told oh they're genuine, on the way missiles threat. yeah and um, and as we found out since we you wouldn't have survived it them them doors that you took off the hinges and hid under were were not going to repel the uh, radiation, were they? No, I mean, but you must remember the terrible uh, the day after the, the BBC. Well, there was two uh, that they, came out of nuclear war. Why have this turned into a nuclear special? I don't know. I do. Um, not nihilistic. I know. Well, the the there were two, and I saw both of them. And I I'll be honest. I thought threads was mm. the, was the one that took place in a nuclear attack. I think on Sheffield. And that was more disturbing because we knew the place and it looked like where we lived. It looked yeah. it looked like the UK. Um, the day after was absolutely brutal, though. Mm. I mean, if you've seen it since, the the scenes of people with uh, dying of radiation burns and and the teeth falling out and the yeah. hair falling out and all this well, stuff. They banned it for a long time, didn't they? I've got a copy of it at home, yeah. and I didn't see it. For, I I remembered it, but I saw it when I was really young. So I'm thinking, oh, it won't be that bad. And I remembered a few years back, I just popped it on, and I thought, oh my god, it's it's terrible. Yeah, I mean the effects are not particularly great, but it's not yeah. about the effects. No, it's, it's about, not, not at all. What it's about you, the horrific, you know? 
Which do, did you like uh, for ads then as well? Uh, like is not the right word. Well, I mean, yeah. did you think? I thought that was quite effective, though. Yeah, yeah, that's the one that they did show. They didn't show the, the day after until a long time after, yeah. if I remember. Yeah. Well, I like, I, I, out of them, I mean, it, and, and the other one, if you were going to actually say, oh, let's go, get, really get into the brutal truth of, of nuclear war. Yeah, you've got threads, which is the UK sort of under attack, same thing. But it covers different areas of what would happen, though. They both cover the, the, the day after is more about burns and radiation poisoning and all that, whereas threads has got a lot of the, uh, of the fear in it mm. and deals with the psychological. But I think the road is. Oh, it's God, yeah, yeah, a yeah. difficult film to watch. I really love that film, and but it's, it's really hard. well shot as well. Yeah. It is beautiful that film. I mean, it's a it's mesmerizingly um, good, and, and the the way that it, it I, I remember that being on the poster. Yeah, what mesmerizingly mesmerizingly good. good. <laughs> Yay! Well, it, well, it is though. I mean, you say you sort of looking at all this, and it's miserable. Yeah, it is. And, it's not. And, so, you can't enjoy it. I'm doing that thing with my fingers. Oh no, you uh, can't enjoy it. Um, no. Yeah, but it's but, great. But I did. Yeah, I didn't. I, I say I didn't. And I didn't. I wouldn't say I enjoyed it. I appreciate it, and it's a, an absolutely superb film. Mm. I think it's well acted. I think the whole thing's great. I think the story's amazing. Um, but I, I've got to say that bit when they're in the house and the cannibals and all the. It's it is a, it's a it's not scary like a horror film. It's more well, it, it, it is actually I would a horror say, film. I would say isn't it? It's a horror film, but yeah, it know, is a horror film. You don't have to have you know a man in a mask and no screaming young girls. I mean, the only film. thing I couldn't get my head around is is I think I would have just topped myself to be yeah. honest because that's not life. That's just I'm, ongoing misery <laughs> day after. Day. Ironically, it'd be like the end of the mist then, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, probably. <laughs> the way our lives go. Oh, dear We've mate. had a couple of uh, tweets while we've been having our... Uh, oh, yes. ...nihilistic discussion. Nihilism. Yeah. Uh, Demonics, who was, didn't realise we were back, but he's, he's now on us. I'm glad he's back. Yeah. See, we were we were we we got back for you and you weren't here. Yeah, we were, we were waiting. We were. Uh, have you guys seen the BBC movie? Fred's about nuclear. See? He was a bit Boom. before us. I didn't see it in time, but, you know. But oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, we It's have. a very good film. And, and good old Polly mm. uh, has just chipped in with, in fairness, you can never have enough Robin Asquith. A man, man after my own heart. Absolutely. So which which of the nuclear films that we just mentioned was he in, then? Um, Confessions of a Bomb Disposal Expert. Well, there you go. They talking about bombs? Danger UXB. Yeah, that yeah. was a good film. That was a good show. Good TV. Series, yeah, it was though, very yeah. good. That. So I didn't know whether you'd remember that one. Of course I do. That's yeah. brilliant. That was, wasn't it? I, every week I was watching that, and when they were doing, de, you know, undoing the bombs and trying to defuse them, I was always on the edge of my seat because, because yeah. it did. They did kill off characters. Yeah, they did blow it. up a few things. Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah. And, yeah, it and it wasn't just like, oh, here we come, the end of the thing. You're going to snip the right one. I know, I know. I, I just really enjoy. I just remember always looking forward to that being on. And that was on fact quite early, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was about seven o'clock half seven. No, I think it was nine, nine till was ten. It? Nine till ten. Must yeah, have been up they, late, they let me stay up late for that. But that's when we had proper TV shows, you know, George and Mildred and things like that. Were there you go. Number one. Good God! See, there'd be some people here that are in their early twenties, and they go, "Well, what's this? Oh, what's all this stuff they're going on yeah. about? What's that? That's that rubbish that's on Dave." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's not. This was like the, the number one program in the whole country. Bloody right! I'm telling you. And it was watched by four times as many people as watched the X Factor. Oh uh, yeah, without a doubt. Because everybody Absolutely. watched the same channels. Without a doubt. No, it, wait, that's what I mean. You could get 
20, if you really, really pushed the boat out and got a good audience, it could be 24 million. Yeah. Like the Morecambe and Wise show were getting oh, they, 20, they, up to 25 million viewers. Yeah, That's they, nearly they, half the and populace. And the Christmas ones, even more. Yeah. Half the populace that, yeah. you know. Um, and now you've you've got big shows on and they're going, oh, it's the number one rated show and it's on the cover of the Radio Times. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's 10 million. Yeah, if that. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. Oh, dear. So it's all about ratings, isn't it? Should, should we have a break? I think before, we need a before break. Before we turn into the right. grumpy old men's starburst. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to have, we're gonna have a, uh, a, a, a nuclear break now and we'll be, we'll be back. We won't be long. Well, hopefully we'll just Unless get the do- flesh starts falling off and... no it's all right we'll just take the doors off the hinges yeah and we'll get that uh mattress out absolutely coming soon from big finish productions doctor who you are the doctor life's full of difficult decisions for a wandering time lord isn't it one way there's peril another there's danger that is the sexiest thing i have ever heard an old country house a scream an ever-decreasing number of dinner guests. A murder mystery. Is the ship running low on rations? Oh, no. There's more to go around since everyone started dying. I thought I heard a scream a moment or two ago. Doctor, there's no need to worry. It's just a game. And soon it will be your turn to play. The accused will now confirm they confess to any and all crimes with which they are about to be charged. How do you plead? You were trying to help! The accused has confessed. Let the prosecution commence. Sinister moaning from nowhere. Oh, I really hate these spooky old places. This is mad! I haven't killed anyone! What exactly am I waiting for? Same thing we're all waiting for, Doctor. Death. Make the right choices or you will die! And where is this professor now? Gone, 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 gone. Big finish. We love stories. Hark, a film of tender love and the screams of vampire death. Now there's a powerful motion picture that rips at your emotions. The Vampire Lovers. It brings you beautiful love and vampire evil, and it'll drive your mind through a thousand terror-filled moments. You'll hear whispers of warm desire become shrieks of chilling death. You'll taste the deadly passion of the Vampire Lovers and become a slave of the damned. You'll discover the sweet embrace and the deadly kiss of blood nymphs who refuse to die. The Vampire Lovers. It's in color, and it had to be rated R. Under 17 must be accompanied by a parent or adult guardian. Don't miss The Vampire Lovers. Starburst Radio. Winners of Best TV and Movie Podcast in the UK Podcasters Award 2015. With over 250,000 followers, why not join the largest sci-fi, horror, and fantasy community on the net? Starburst Magazine on Twitter. Subscribe today to Starburst underscore mag. Embrace the alternative with Fab Radio. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. I thought uh, William Shatner would come in then. No, I was just having, you know, slowness of the mind right, then for enough. a little bit. But yeah, anyway, we just we Are you just got Shatner's slow. 
He's, he can be a bit. He's, it's like he's deliberating a little bit over what he's going to say, oh, isn't it? So, so he says. Um, but he's doing it. He just overacts, doesn't he? Yeah. Massively, <laughs> ah, which is it. funny. It, I mean, it's still that that horse bit from um, what is it? Plato's stepchildren. Yeah. Uh, uh, where that that's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Still is. But yes, anybody, if you're listening to this on podcast, you won't have heard the music that was on in the break. But if you're listening live, you'll know that we had Pan's people here uh, dancing away in the uh, studio yeah, while that music was on. They're getting on a bit. They are a bit, to be honest. They would, they are Pan's people, to be honest, 70s she kept, now. She kept yeah. tripping over a Zimmer. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's the, the problem. The other one was tripping over her boobs. And... Indeed. There's a lot of that about, I'm afraid. Yeah. But they had the Stormtrooper helmets on, so it's good. We like that. <laughs> oh yeah, we like that. The good old Stormtrooper helmet. So, do you, do you reckon come this time next year, no one will be bothering with the old Stormtrooper outfits, and everyone will have gone over to these new uh, First Order? I don't know. I think it they... is the First Order, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yes, First Order Troopers. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know? Do you reckon? Do you yeah. like the new ones? Uh, they're not too different that they can be terrible, but they're not. Uh... I've not seen the film yet, so we'll, we'll, they might... But you see, the, the, the clone troopers had, had a slightly... I didn't, I didn't like the clone ones, no. Why? I don't know, because they were too different. Yeah, but they did. you could tell they were stormtroopers, oh, though, yeah, couldn't you? Oh, yeah, but you just... Yeah, they just they weren't my stormtroopers. But you could tell that 20 years on or whatever, they, they would look like stormtroopers. Yeah, but they're not going to age, are they? And you can see that all these years on from the others, they would have modernised them a bit. Because it is, it's, they wouldn't have the same outfit. It's a classic outfit, though, isn't it? Yeah, no. I mean, our, our police don't have that, that um, as, as we used to refer to it, as that tit on the head anymore, no, do they? I'm sure there's, you know, and this is not my opinion, I'm sure there's some people would consider that the person under the helmet. Po- possibly, possibly. <laughs> but, but that, but that, that isn't that, me. Yeah, but. everybody, yo, Americans still think that our coppers all have them, and the police don't, I don't, I don't think they have them ca- them hats anymore, them helmets, I think, I do think they? The, the part, it's a different... Um, Thing I think it was like the the show ones. Where oh they, right, when they're going, they're in a grand parade or whatever. Parade. Do they still have them on? Yeah. Oh, I, think, right. I think so. I'm not sure. Right. It's a funny hat though, isn't it? Yeah. How did that come about? It's supposed to keep sandwiches under. Yeah, no. It's, it's such. I mean, it's not exactly helpful, you know, when it's kicking off. Well, is it? But when you watch the bill, they always used to keep sort of legging the legging away, and the, the hat used to go. Well, that's what I mean. They no. must have. They must have had to replace loads of them. Yeah. Because I, I mean, yeah, the, the minute the first thing you do if you you're being if you're a bit drunk and abusive, you just knock that off the head, don't you? No, that's well. Been, I mean, I'm in, not saying in, I have. I'm just arrest, well, isn't it? Well, yeah. Well, actually, no. I, I it wasn't me. It was a mate, did it? Yeah. 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 No. No, it's true. It wasn't me. That it was, was it, it. It was near uh, Stockport Town Centre. Was he trying on to the stop steps. you climbing on a car? No. <laughs> Good lord, no. No, oh, because no. we don't do things like that, do we? We don't do that, no. <laughs> I've been actually very good lately. I've not been. Um, I've not. I've, I've not. I've been behaving. Oh, I've been behaving. It's only because I'm on tablets. Because I've got. I've had that bad tooth problem. Yeah. Once that's all fixed, it's got seven yeah. days, and then I'm ready for then Christmas. Then, rah, ready for Christmas. <laughs> get get the uh, drinks cabinet stocked up. <laughs> get round to that roof on Club Brass, so I can send you a picture at random to people that don't realise who you are. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's funny that. That's I sent it to to my son, <laughs> and he just got a picture of you relaxing on that roof, <laughs> and he hadn't got a clue. <laughs> and he just sent a thing going, uh, "Was this meant for me?" <laughs> I was thinking I was trying to send it to either Graham or Charlie. I can't remember now, but it was funny. <laughs> Anywho, what have we got going on now? Um, what can we talk about? 
Oh, we've got a little bits of news. We've got the uh, the Rambo TV series that won't take long. Oh, do you know what? I got. I had one one criticism to say before we get onto the TV series. There is a final Rambo movie on its way. Yeah, yeah. Last Blood, and that's what I was going to comment on. Mm. Last Blood. So why? It's a bit. No, it's <laughs> it's the title. That's my problem. I don't. I like the Rambo movies. I actually think they're all right. I even like the fetish third one, that was was quite bizarre. I I don't mind them, really. I I like the character. I suppose the best one's the first one if you're going to yeah, be realistic, because because that was a good idea that and, and, and it, you know it wasn't really about somebody going mad and just killing people. No, he, no, he had uh, post traumatic stress. And he yeah. Was, it was actually, say, you know, having a bit of a dig at the government. You're not yeah. looking after the war vets, which is fine. Yeah. Um, then it got more cartoony and ridiculous as yeah. they went on. I mean, the second one, holy crap, that was that was amazing. That one, I'm surprised. It? You know, it, if we'd have had sort of like our government was more like American government, now yeah. they'd be sending him in. Yeah, but where don't where, where do you stand on it? Does it annoy you when you get a film and it's first blood? And then the second one is Rambo, colon, First Blood Part 2, yeah? Mm. And then the third one is Rambo 3. Yeah. Well, where's First Blood gone? Exactly. And now they've just gone straight to the last one. I know. Now it's Last Blood. Yeah. What about the Middle Blood? Yeah, I know. This is possibly the second most confusing set of colonic titles going, isn't it? Because yeah. the obviously the, you'll never beat the Fast and Furious series yeah. for that because I've seen them all, know them all, and I, even, I can't remember them half the time. They, 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 and they were some of them were called different things in different places. Well, they did. America, they were called different things. I mean, Fast Five over here was Fast and Furious Five. Yeah. But and yeah, the, they, even the new one was yeah. uh, just Furious Seven in America. Yeah, that's Fast right. And Furious yeah. Seven. Over yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then why? And and why is it just Furious? Why are they not fast anymore? Yeah. I don't understand. Where did they decide when, to start asking about the, like this? One of them dropped the the. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. Because um, it was the Fast and the Furious, then it's the Fast and the Furious 2, and then wasn't it um, Fast and Furious? Yeah. Yeah, that was the third one, I think. And what what about uh, sort of like quite quick and mildly angry? That's well, later on, isn't it? Yeah. Well, they, they, well, later on, they don't know. Will there be another one now he's dead? I don't know. They say they will be, but, you know. Well, it made so much money, why not? They loved it. They the, probably the, will. No, the, it was a massive box office the hit, the seventh one. That, you know, anything um, is easy. Have you seen it? No, not right. Not it, it's weird because they went and... Uh, I, I quite like them because they are ridiculous, yeah. And I'll stick with the Cannonball Run. I think the fifth one's the best one. The Cannonball Run's good, yeah. Not as quite as much adventure and certainly not no. as much rap music in it. Well, I think that's um, one of the things that... But, the, yeah, Fast and the Furious, wow. They, they, the fifth one was... It's sort of uh, very over the top and cartoony. I really liked it, um, but I'm not. Yeah, I don't know about this. This I'm just saying the title thing. It's just weird. And the the last one, they they had to refilm bits and add a CGI Paul Walker into it. Yeah. And it was it's one of these where they've still not quite got it. You know, no this ability to they they put dead people in films like um, the last of the mock the Mockingjay Part Two. And I heard uh, before I was going seeing it that oh yeah I knew that Philip Seymour Hoffman was dead and he was a pivotal role in it so I was, I went in thinking oh is it going to be really obvious that he's um, 
you know, he's 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 cold from it. But I read in a uh, an article going, oh no, he only there was one scene and we've managed to really do that well. It's fine that he's not there, so you won't be able to notice. Nah, bollocks. He's like a ghost in this film. He's, he's just bare, he's just hovering about. You'll see a little glimpse of him here, a glimpse of him there. There's one scene when he speaks. And this is the guy who was literally like the mastermind behind it all, who was sort of the puppet master, it turns out. And then you've got to believe that at the very end, very, very end, he just leaves a note for her saying, now this is what's been going on, you know, get, sort yourself out, you girl. cut a little bit from happiness in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's funny though, isn't it? I'm just saying it. That it's hard when somebody dies to go and sort of finish the film, and yeah. they they did all right though. In the fact, the Fast and the Furious franchise dealt with it quite well. But again, there was just a scene where they have obviously CGI'd him onto another person, and it's sort of there, but not quite. Yeah, you know, you can tell if you're looking where what what's happened anyway. So I'll just check I'll check it. Oh, emails have come in. That's always good, isn't it? That's good. Keep we'll see what it occupied. is. Yeah, Big Al. Who's this? Um, yes, Al says, Hi, The Road. One of the most harrowing films I've ever seen, but brilliant too. Fred, remember that when it was first broadcast as a teenager, scared the life out of me so much I joined CND. Oh, That's, well, well, they you were marching, walking past, they were marching past the office about an hour ago. <laughs> I hope you were with them. I vividly remember the nuclear air raid siren uh, testing Hyde every month when I was at school. Protect and survive, protect and survive. Cheers, Al. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, that, I say the air raid siren is, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? It's really, really, really crazy. But, yeah, I've just got some, um, what are these? I've just got a load of clips here. Um, I don't know what, what they're, they're supposed to be. They're links to YouTube videos. But yep. I don't know if this is spam or not. Richard Dawkins upsets a Mormon. Yeah, I don't know what that's got to do with this show. Never mind. Um, <laughs> I thought Richard Dawkins upsets, uh, upsets a moron. and probably be more like yeah, it. Yeah, that's us. Yeah. But, so go, go on then. I'm just, I'm just going to um, have, have another pill for my tooth. Otherwise, that's I won't a, be able to finish the show. That's a big bag of pills. It's a big box, actually, yeah. It's, t- it's difficult. It's been going on for two years. I'm not going to get into it. It's only a simple thing. I've just I've had it done now, but I'm just waiting for this um, this this cap to go on the tooth that screws in and all the rest of it, and then it's all sealed up nicely and there's no problem. But, my God, Toothache, when they did the Marathon Man, uh, boy... Were they onto something with that? Yep. You 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 torture someone like that, and they're going to tell you anything. It's such a good film that marathon. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Not really a starburst film, but it is. It is now because it's majorly cult. Yeah, and he had that. He had sort of. There's a lot of height and reality to it, and they, they, he it had is. that weird weapon. Do you remember with the big sort yeah. of thing that came out of his hand? I, I um, think we, we Laurence Olivier. Like, yeah, Laurence yeah. Olivier, Dustin Hoffman. I think we could get away with that if it got re-released. I just thought, I just remember, it's all about that scene. Is it safe? Yeah, yeah. Is Everybody it safe? else has, has used it as a, as a comedy trope. But... I know, but it's not that funny, though, is yeah, it? Really, when you look at what they're actually doing, um, it's, it's quite bad. So, yes. Um, what's it, what's all this about young Han Solo, then? Oh, young Han Solo. Well, we, we know that one of the uh, anthology films what they call yeah the the Star Wars stories or whatever they call them uh, 
Is that what they're called? The, 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 yeah. 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 So I don't understand it, the anthology. Really. Why are they calling it anthology? Well, they're not calling it you anthology. Know. It's got a little fancy name and it's really rubbish and I don't like using it. Oh, right. Um, I mean, it's just going to say Star Wars whatever on it, isn't it? Uh, when they release it. it well, no, because it... Whatever like the say, title it's, is. It's like Star, Star Wars Rogue One, isn't it? Star Wars Stories Rogue One. Oh, that's or lame. something. That, it's really that's, crap. That's really... That's, Hopefully that's, they will have changed the mind by the time it comes out. That's but, not really great, is it? But, uh, yeah, so the the next one after Rogue One uh, is going to be the Han Solo one, apparently. Yeah. Uh, and we've got a list of people who might be candidates. Go on, let's go and, through uh, them. And then. Don Holm Neeson. And, and you can... If you could... Because one or two... I know some of these, and one of... I think you might know where they're all from and I think a couple of them I'm not familiar with. Yeah. Well, apparently people who've auditioned... Yeah. Uh, Aaron Taylor-Johnson. Yeah. Kick-ass. Yeah. Uh, your friend Miles Teller. Miles Teller, you see, Miles Teller. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he just doesn't look like Han Solo to me. Nope. He's got a... Because he's, he's a good-looking enough guy, but he's got an odd-looking face, hasn't he? Yeah. You know, he's a bit like Matt Smith. It's a weird sort of face, and it, some people will find him handsome, some people won't, but he's good-looking, but he's but not conventional, got, it, is he? It's got to fit in with the way he looks later on. Well, that's what I mean. exactly the same, obviously. I just but... think, yeah, you've got to have more sort of rugged features than that. He's and got that, a very smooth sort of like face, hasn't he? And... look about him. Yeah, exactly, and yeah. he just, he, I think he'd be awful. I mean, he's, like I say, I loved him in Whiplash. That was a great mm. film. He was brilliant in that, but... Um, Fantastic Four, he was dreadful, but that's not... Well, I'll say it's not his fault, but yeah, it kind of is his fault because he was he was turning up on set absolutely hammered with um, Josh Trank. Him and Josh Trank were like partners in crime and they, 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 they apparently um, really stuffed things up on that film with all these antics. Well, that I say it's not just that. Yeah. Gonna, and if you've read my column a few months back in, in Starburst magazine, I explained the horrors of making uh, the Fantastic Four movie and when I was actually typing it, I was I was just in disbelief. As I, and even though I knew it all, when you put it all together, you think, my God, this must have been the worst 12 months ever. Yeah. I mean, for everyone, you know. And and it was all about movies. <laughs> yes. All that, about movies. That, that's what we blame it on. Blame it on the movies. It was, yeah. Uh, Dave Franco, 21 Jump Street. Dave Franco, 21 Jump Street. Oh, my God, the face is escaping me. Yeah, I didn't see right. the film. So. Oh, I, I've seen it and I don't remember. Yeah. don't remember him. Go um, on, who else? Who else? Uh, Rami Malek from uh, Mr. Robot. Oh, right, yeah. He's yeah. a bit too weird-looking. Great actor, but... Yeah, he doesn't look like him, does he? No. He doesn't look but like him at all, does he? he? I mean, unless that's just amazing acting that he was in. No, he, d- he doesn't look like him. Like I said, he, it's got to be... It's more of a rugged sort of look, he, if that makes sense. Handsome, yeah. but a bit tough-looking. And, and a little loof. Yeah, exactly. Harrison yeah. Ford looked quite tough, didn't he? You know, yeah, um, yeah sort of leading, a conventional leading man sort of look, isn't it? Yeah, but you're you not know. allowed to do that nowadays. No, you've, you've got, got to be dead interesting. You've got to look like a big puff. I mean, don't right. mean that in a bad way. I mean that in a way like you big, big effeminate so and so. I don't mean. I thought you, you meant know. stay puff like a big fat man. Oh no, no, no. Uh, Hunter Parrish from Weeds, moving swiftly on. Hunter Parrish. What else has he been in? Just weeds, as far as I know. Oh, is that it? Because that's all I've written. I've not watched weeds. 
I've seen bits of it. No, cause... I just remember the film that was called Weeds oh, with I uh, Nick Nolte in, where they were all in a prison. Wow, I haven't seen that either. I'm, yeah. I, I'm weedless. Yeah. Totally weedless, I'm afraid. You're weedly weedless. Well, this is a thing, and and that, I, w- I won't have bothered watching that because I can't be arsed with people who are just smacked out of the head no, on pot all the time. It does my really head in. About that, yeah. Well, no, what it is, I can't get anything done when I'm working with people that are like that. Um, there was a guy, well, the guy, the, the grown-up job that I have, the the, the um, tech guy, Jason his name is, and yeah, he's spelt um, J- with a, uh, the, like the Jason out of Star Wars that, that, that don't exist anymore. No. All right, yeah. You know, the the, the kids, mm. the Star Wars kids. God, that's, <laughs> that's a pathetic that's, title, that, isn't it? That's, what that's am like I saying? God, I'm absolutely useless this week, <laughs> aren't I? Muppet Baby, Star Wars kids. But, yeah, the uh, Jason Solo, wasn't it? Mm. With a C- C-E-N. And, um, yeah, he's just, he, he plays games a lot. He's a genius. He's absolutely amazing. You ask him to do something on a network, it's done amazing stuff he can do. He's just, I hope he's not listening to this, by the way. Um, <laughs> he's just smacked off his head on pot all the, all the time. He's yeah. just high on pot all no the time. And and you can't get him to do anything when it's like that. And you have to just say, it's urgent. And he sort of snaps out of it and then gets on with it. But yeah, there's no sense of urgency. And no. that I can't be doing with that. Yeah, we wouldn't get the mag done. You imagine if we were all on pot here. Yeah. No, I don't want to imagine like that. Or maybe we wouldn't be aware it was so unpleasant. We'd just be we we'd just sort of, be laughing at all the stuff we do. We'd be laughing at all the stuff we do, and then it'd get to Tuesday, and then we'd go, "Oh crap, we got no yeah. pages to send, send to the printer. <laughs> send, send blank pages." Yeah, <laughs> nearly done that before. Now. Uh, also, in the uh, the running, hopefully they've sent tapes in, and you know they're begging for the the role. Chandler Riggs from The Walking Dead. Yeah, he's young though, isn't he? He's very young, but I think he's he's got potential. He's really picked up his game acting wise. I think he's all right, actually. Um, and he's gonna, you know, a couple more years. He's gonna be leading man material because he's got that sort of look about him. Yeah, he's he's a rare thing where he's actually grown up and he's not a munter. Yeah. Whereas they're always put plug ugly, aren't they? Child kid, plug, child child plug, actors. Plug ugly. Yeah, plug ugly. Not plug ugly. No plug ugly. Like you know the character plug. Oh. Out of the comic book, crazy comic, right? Yeah, um, it was Beano, wasn't it? Uh, crazy comic, wasn't it? Crazy Mag, no, wasn't it? Beano. Beano. Was he in both? Well, he was Bath in Street the. Kids. He was in the Bath Street Kids, but he had his own spin-off. In uh, you'll find, I think you'll find, I think you'll find that he ended up in Crazy Comic, <laughs> Crazy with a K. Anybody out there wants to put me right on that? I'm absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, but yes, he he. I just don't know. You get these kids, and then you think you, you, they obviously get them because they look cute and they like look good looking, sort of kids, presentable, like the fun they can act. You know, they not a lot of child actors are pretty terrible, aren't they? Oh, so okay. you get one that looks quite an attractive kid with um, with acting talent, then you're winning. But they always grow. They always hit like eighteen and they become ugly. Yeah, they just do. They're all ugly. Have you ever see, gone back in time? God, the worst one. Like, um, and I know this is really random, this, but I just happened to see that show where they went um, bring back Dallas. Yeah. Oh yeah. And there was the kid um, that's there now. You've got this kid, and it's it was adopted by um, Victoria Principal's character, but but it was um, Mary Crosby had had this kid. Blah blah blah. Yeah, and the the kid's mum. It's like 
drop dead gorgeous, one of the most attractive women on television, you know, they're supposed to be, you know. So they've got this baby then. They got the baby to turn up there at this do. Who was in obviously then about thirty six or something, thirty seven, yeah. Oh, what a monter. <laughs> no, seriously. And you're like, wow, you know, if you and then you've but on TV you've got to believe that that baby's theirs, haven't you? Yeah. But then they grow up ugly. That's that's the way. I'm not. Is. I'm not. I'm not having a go at people who aren't. Um, you know, there's beauty in everyone, isn't they? But he was a monster. <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, another one that hopefully is under consideration: uh, Max Theorot from uh, Bates Motel. Who's the old? Oh right, villain. I haven't watched Bates Motel. Come that, on, everyone, to help me out. You need. You need to watch that because that has been brilliant. Right. Well. Again, it started a bit shaky, a bit like Gotham, but um, yeah, oh, yeah. But not you believe bad, that? Not as bad as Gotham, but they changed the story enough that you were getting a bit. Oh God, why have they changed? Yeah, it? but then you get into it because it's so well acted. Yeah, I can't believe the shit I'm getting over that Gotham thing. Uh, I mean, it's non-stop. Yeah, non-stop. We, we before just at the end of the show on before us because uh, Paul Ripley's moved his uh, chat show to start before us because well for various reasons because he was missing us. Yeah, that's that's one of them, and also it it means that we don't have any problems uh, be on the show before us. Um, and easier, and first thing he gets me, come on, oh, I want to ask you a question on live on the show. He starts going, oh, you're going to admit you're wrong now about Gotham, right? I made an opinion on four episodes, and I couldn't stand watching it anymore at that point. I'm not to go, oh, right, uh, they're going to up the game in ten weeks' time. That's that's bollocks. That you know, I'm, I'm supposed to wait for that, and now it's gone to season two. But and I obviously went round going <laughs> season two, <laughs> and now I look a bit stupid. But I wasn't wrong. I was. I go, but I defy anyone to watch no, the four episodes at the beginning and was and, awful, and, and say that I'm just saying. But and then I got someone emailing last week going, "Ha, just goes to show, doesn't it? That, uh, you know, these so-called professionals don't know everything." I, 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 one thing I never said I'm a professional, um, <laughs> and the other. Uh, bollocks yeah. <laughs> you know I'm not bothered but I'll end up watching it now because I'll, I need to be seen to be reasonable about it like I watched Mamma Mia because I was getting grief over that I watched it I watched it with Chris we, glad I wasn't here. we got levered watching that because I was so miserable we got absolutely hammered I couldn't even walk properly by the time that film had finished because I just couldn't cope with watching it it was awful it was absolutely diabolical. Anyway, what? Where were we at? Uh, just one more, then. Go uh, on. I've got a big list, but I'll just give one more. Uh, Tom Felton from yeah. Harry Potter. Who's he? He, he was uh, Draco or whatever his name is, the blonde one. Oh, him, right? Oh, he don't look anything like him. God, oh. this is a terrible list. Yeah. There's not one person so, on that list that, who, that's suitable. Who do suitable. you think out there? Who do you want to be, Young Han Solo? Yeah, let us know. Yeah, we, we'll go and we're we're a little late, but we're going for the news, and then we'll we'll get back to you, and then you can tell us what you think. I hope you choose one because that list, seriously, Martin. I'm not blaming you, but man, that <laughs> list, that list was terrible. The Larish Repository is a single great cube of pale stone in the midst of a garden of dust. Orac, of course said it would be simple. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Avon had always wanted Liberator for himself. It isn't going to work. 
I didn't want to get between him and whatever he had set his heart on. We can't stand and fight. They completely outgun us. It's not that I didn't trust him. I trusted him to get whatever he wanted. Perhaps we could get better acquainted. And not let anyone get in his way. Would I have been in his way? I have a proposal you want to hear. I didn't want to find out. Big Finish. We love stories. Each year, 10,000 tourists visit Ocean Beach. They come to swim, to go boating, or just to lie in the summer sun. But this summer, Ocean Beach has attracted something else. American International presents Tentacles. It slept until man disturbed it. Then it woke with a fury no man could control. Tentacles, a giant octopus with eight writhing arms, deadlier than the claws of a tiger. Eight tons of bone-crunching terror that tears apart a quiet seaside community. Tentacles, starring John Houston, Shelley Winters, Bo Hopkins, Claude Akins, and Henry Fonda. Tentacles, a fight to the death between the mighty jaws of a killer whale and the awesome power of a giant octopus. No sea monster of myth or legend is half so deadly as one that actually exists. Tentacles, the most gripping suspense you'll ever experience. Rated PG, parental guidance suggested. Embrace the alternative. This, this is Fab Radio International. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And I made a bit of a mistake there before we went to the break. Yep. I did. I got all mixed up what it is. There's the crazy gang, which ended up, they, they were in crazy comic. And with the, a K. Yeah, with a K. And the person I was thinking of was actually Pongo Snodgrass and Plug is in the Bash Street Kids from the, and, and Daddy's own and, comic. Yeah, and he had yeah. his own comic. So there we go. So there's the And he was also in The Topper, we found out. Topper, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we've been on uh, a trip down memory lane while we were on the break because I was going, oh, my God, do you remember this comic? you remember that comic? We, we, came Nipper. To, we came up with Monster Fun. Monster Fun. Oh, that comic was so good. And it had, um, yeah, Kid Kong, um, and it had, what's it, the Martha's Monster Makeup. Yeah. Right, yeah. Martha's Monster Makeup, she would literally be able to do it. She got the cream and she put it on your face. She could do it to anyone's face, couldn't she? She mainly did it on herself. On herself. Though. I think yeah. she did use it on other people sometimes, yeah. but not only on herself, and she'd just become whatever. Yeah. Brilliant. Anyway, I'm just saying it's good. It's good. I, I, it's going to be an eBay later, yeah, right? Yeah, really, really, really apocalyptically shit free gifts, I'm afraid. Um, we just looked at it. I, there was a plate wobbler that you got with issue number one, and you put it underneath the plate and then squeeze it. It's like a reverse sort of whoopee cushion in yeah. that you squeeze it, and then it would make all the plates and that. It's got a picture of, like, seismic activity going on with plates and everything going everywhere, which, if you actually think about it, if it did do that, you'd be up shit creek as well, wouldn't yeah. you? Because Get a you'd whack be, round oh, you'd be in big trouble. But I wanted a bit of a wobble. I got nout. Yeah. I got nothing. Nada. Anyway, what which comic had the best three gifts then? Ever, and even up to now. What where, where are the seen, best three gifts? The ones that you get now in, uh, especially uh, you've seen Doctor Who Adventures. Oh, there's always some really naff sort of right. thing on the front, but there's always that's quite good. Right, little Daleks and things. Well, here's some behind the scenes <laughs> info. It's never good when I say that because I'm no. giving stuff away that makes but people realise we're 
were a, a bit shambolic. Um, but no, we we were advised by our guy. Uh, we it's like when you're a singer, you've got a, an agent, and when you're doing when you're doing publishing, you you have an agent as well, and they do they they do your distribution for you. So they go right. You're like an agent with a singer. Will go. You've got a gig at this place, that place. Our agent he looks after us, um, and it's it's intermedia the good 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 company you know really good and they decide oh i've got there's a, a place here you can get into this supermarket you can get into there they make sure we get all the all the representation we want all the places and make sure we're on sale everywhere um and that was when the tesco thing came up and and we there was the debacle where you know, since then, Tesco have put it right, which we're happy with, and we're on sale there. But there was a bit of a mistake, not saying it's anybody's fault, there was a mistake, <laughs> and we did three collector's prints, the three different ones. Um, there was a Doctor Who one, the Godzilla, and... Oh, God. Can you believe I can't remember this? Yeah. Can you? Oh, come on, Martin, help me we? out, please. You see, but the story, because I only got one, because the story, oh yeah, the, the story, the story yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the, the problem here is where, the idea is they were really good. You see these these pictures, they were that good. I can't remember one of them, but <laughs> they were that good. Um, that they were very very collectible. So I thought, oh, this is brilliant, and we'll put them all out there, and then some people will even collect all three of them, and it'll be a nice thing. We've not done anything like that for a long time, so we put them out, and what happens? Number one. It got confused, even though there was Spider-Man uh, from Spider-Man 2 in a photo cover, it still got put in the comic section all the time, and we didn't do very well out of the promotion with it there. And since then, we've gone on sale in Tesco, and it's done stormingly well, because we've got our, our photo covers now that are we've split it up so you've got photo covers on sale in places like that to avoid that confusion and the collector's cover are in special special places and on a subscription you get that and we have a limited number of them so that you know it's a bit special but here's the thing the these uh they were put i don't know how it happened god knows wherever they were all sent there were three areas of the planet where these ended up so if you lived at like say northern ireland and scotland or whatever you'd end up with uh everyone that was on sale north of the border all up there was was one picture all the midlands and all the rest of the country so you basically got three zones and you, all of them were on sale in each part of the country which is completely uh, can, you, can you imagine if Empire did that when they do these twenty odd covers and they, travel they're, the they're, to they're get put there. in different towns, so you can't you can't literally go into a shop and buy a load of different covers, um, and the collectability straight out the window. So that sort of went. But it was said to us, cover mountains. Now, when you're going into a magazine and with kids comics, you've got to have them now. When we were when we were younger, you'd only have a cover thing. It'd have a water pistol, had some weird thing on it, a you know a whoopee cushion, whatever. Some at three, and it would be quite naff usually. Like if anyone remembers two thousand AD, I think the first one was a a, a little uh, a spinny di a discus, like a thrower thing, yeah, yeah. A frisbee, and um, you get them, and then you weren't that great, but you were dead excited. But it was a very special thing. It'd be with the first two or three issues to yeah. launch it, and then. When sales flagged like yeah. issue fifty or something, there'd be another summit on, and it was wow. But now, 
all of the when I went to check um, uh, when I was looking at Tesco's, it, I, I looked at the whole range just from an objective point of view, going, oh, what can we do as a cover mount before we decided? And they've just got toys on the front, these things yeah. now. They have got fully working toys on the front. With the, you have got um, guns, it's proper water pistols, makeup kits. You've got, I mean, the, the comic is like six quid and it's got this £4.50 toy on the front now. Yeah, yeah. And, and wow, wow. You know, Polly's just been in touch. He says, "Was the other collectible R two? No, no, no. It wasn't Polly. No, it wasn't. Oh, good grief! It's killing me. It's killing me. Oh, I'm going to remember it in a bit. <laughs> but you see, we didn't see that one. We got Godzilla exactly, here. Yeah. We were Godzilla, Godzilla, Godzilla. Um, and we the the Doctor Who one was good. That had um, that had." Um, La 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 la. Oh God! It was on. It was. It was the new Doctor, wasn't it? Uh, tenant. No, not Tenant. New. Matt Smith. No. But I've gone blank. My mind is absolutely broken. Do you know that? Who's playing the Doctor now? It, it wasn't Peter Capaldi. <laughs> it was Capaldi. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. It was. It wasn't. It was. This was done well before. It then. wasn't. You're wrong. I'm going to prove it to you. I bet you 55,000 pence. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was Peter Capaldi because he hadn't started and we didn't know what he was going to look like. No, that was the Christmas issue. Rubbish. Seriously. Rubbish. That's Seriously. not... I'm telling you, I I know that one. I might not know the other bloody picture, <laughs> which I should know. I, I, um, it, 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 uh, Paul Lounder, Paul Loudon wrote uh, drew it and not um mark rahill i think mark rahill no, did i think the i think the giveaways were still jr's about. friend did did doctor who mark did godzilla and paul loudon did the other one so you that, there you go and i can't believe we can't remember it did anyone end up with these by the way did anybody out there get any of these because it, it i put so much effort into this and it if just every, went so wrong you know three, yeah We'll give them a prize. I'm the worst editor of any magazine. I, mean, <laughs> I can't. I, I, it's the only time we've done it, and I can't remember them. Sherlock, he says. No. 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 no it's Sherlock cover, but God damn it! It certainly wasn't Capaldi. Well, you know what? I'm texting someone now for help. <laughs> it's phone a friend or text a friend. Yeah. So if if he went, he wants to be a millionaire or to update, they should have text a friend. They should do, but, they? You, but you wouldn't be texting a friend, you'd be just going on Google, wouldn't you? Yeah, there is that, isn't there? You'd just cheat, wouldn't you? Yeah. I'm surprised that's not... Well, the, someone did cheat, didn't they? That major. He got <laughs> caught. Oh, that was pathetic, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, he so got caught. Answer me! But, it was, <laughs> but he got away with it, though, didn't he? Yeah. He got away with it. He nearly got paid out. He did. I mean, we were mocking him, but he he nearly got paid out. Um, yeah, I'm I'm thinking now. Um, I'll, I'll I'll remember what it is anyway. Let's let's Good. get on to something else before we uh, actually waste the entire show trying to remember ah, something right, that we right, ought right. to know in the first place. I've got. You know what? You're right. It was Peter Capaldi. Rocket Raccoon? It was Rocket Raccoon. And uh, It was Rocket Raccoon. Paul, only Paul Loudon the God, did it. Godzilla one I haven't got the... a copy of the Rocket Raccoon one. I haven't yeah, got one. On our website still. Oh, my God. Is that where you found it? Yeah. Oh, crap. 
That's that's ridiculous. That I didn't know that. And no, it was Rocket Raccoon. And exactly. I remember the conversation about Peter Capaldi because I said we just got to cut him off at the the chin because we don't know what his costume's going to be like. Yeah, I'm, so, surpri- I'm surprised. Now you've got you've got the whole inside uh, inside um, skinny on how how badly things go here and how yeah. we, how much I'll we have, know I'll about what's going on. Is in for you tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Oh, I've got some few more emails. I'll do that before we start on somewhere else. Uh, Loz saying, very funny, the beginning of your show when Ripley got you on the Gotham show, split my sides laughing. Yeah, it's, it's the grief I'm getting over this. I'm, I'm not joking. Last week, someone emailed in over it. It's like, it's just, God, you know, I will watch it. I will watch it. I'll make it up. But bloody hell. Surely, somebody, everybody can't have just forgotten how bad it was at the beginning. Bloody hell. Um, Jenny's saying, good evening, guys. What's your view on the Jessica Jones series? A woman who has some balls is refreshing. Right. I wanted to talk about this last week, and we just ran out of time. Yeah. Um, I reckon five minutes on it. Can do it. I've only seen the first episode, though. So. Okay. In a word, perfect. Absolutely perfect. I, I read the comic Alias. I read the comic Pulse when she was in that. Um, very good character. She ends up um, in the comics, that is, uh, hooking up and having a child with Luke Cage, and it's really good. And the whole thing is they're as tough as anything, but they've, they've got a nice family life. And, the, you know, uh, you couldn't have got anyone better to play that part. And I was skeptical because I didn't rate, rate her much in Breaking Bad. She was sort of in it, and her character was a junkie, and there wasn't a lot she could do with that character, really. Um, I thought she kind of looked like I would expect Jessica Jones to look, but yeah, this is a even if it didn't have the superpowers in it, yeah, mm. you'd I'd love this show if yeah. it had no superpowers and it was just a straightforward noir yeah. Hell's Kitchen detective series a with a show. Yeah, I would totally be into this anyway. The fact that it's got that as well and it's linking in with with the Marvel universe that that's it but i've got to say the netflix marvel universe knocked it out of the part with daredevil yeah knocking it out of the part with jessica jones the luke cage character we've already got luke cage in jessica D- jones so we already know that he's absolutely nailed luke cage and looks just like him so a series with him in is going to be great and also i've no doubt that jessica jones will pop up in at some point well we we don't know how this ends but i'm assuming she survives the end i don't know but um and then if they do iron fist which i hope they do but they're having trouble with that and it's on and off because the they're having trouble grounding it it's a bit too futuristic and fantastic yeah Uh, and then all of them come together in the avengers and without Defenders. defenders oh god of course it's the Defenders. And uh, this is it tonight. You know, I think it's because I've took the painkillers. I, I like. It might be. I think it is, you know. Um, and what it is... whiskey you've been drinking. No, I wish. Can't have it with them, on them. So what happens then, the Defenders is going to be great. But I also think, if they go along with the comic books, you know that um, her uh, 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 mate in Jessica Jones is Hellcat in the comic books right. yeah so she she actually yeah i think they're building to that because she's doing all the self-defense and whatever well hellcat hasn't got superpowers she's just super tough and and all that and they she teams up with her so you will have probably daredevil luke cage jessica jones iron fist and hellcat and it'll be um her friend patsy uh, is it and the uh, the show now right like uh, i said i've only seen the first one so far so but i've been, been very impressed right 
got to say this. David Tennant, not been impressed with anything he's really done since Doctor Who. I I don't watch Broadchurch. Um, that was good. But, but you know, I haven't watched that, so I, I can't judge that. But I've seen him in other stuff. I really didn't rate him in the um, Fright Night yeah. remake. I just thought he was being pretty much himself. In this... He is a pretty scary villain. I mean, the 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 bad guy in Jessica Jones, Kilgrave. I would. I thought, oh god, they've cast him. That's that's not. I mean, he doesn't do scary, does he? You know, he's 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 too likable for that, isn't he? Um, oh, he's hideous in this. He's he's a very scary character, and the stuff that he get, the power that he's got of making people do things with mind control. It sounds pretty boring and straightforward, but the way they've done it in this show, it's it's it is actually a very 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 potent power to have. And he's got people doing hideous things to each other, and then they get in all manner of trouble afterwards. Or he can, don't you know? He even had an argument. Someone was rude to him. He was reading a newspaper without paying for it on a stand, and the guy's, "Yeah, you go on, you pay him for that." And he goes, "Throw your drink in your face," and he went and threw his hot coffee in his face and burnt his face and it's like little throwaway bits of, of evilness like that that he's dropped into the show really good whole cast is brilliant there's not again like in Daredevil there isn't a weak um, their casting talent on this is above beyond it's, it's fantastic yeah um, they, 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 nail, they nail everybody That they, and they, yeah I've got to say it it's they're knocking out of the park I mean, yeah. I, I wasn't even that excited about Jessica Jones because I, d- I just didn't think it would make for an interesting TV show. Yeah. You know. Well, it's, it's, it's doing well and it's, you know, it is, it's got yeah. me hooked, so. Hey, I love the theme tune. Mm. The theme tune's brilliant because it's, it's going on very noir and then at the end, that little doodle doo at the end, really? Yeah. I yeah. know it's a little thing to get excited about, but it... Uh, <laughs> it's great. Oh, it's brilliant. So... I've got to say, coming up, I just saw because it has them all there on Netflix, and and it says on one when you go through the episodes, I think I've got about four episodes to go now. I'm trying to not. I didn't cane them all in one weekend like everyone did. You know, it bugs me all that. I like to take take my time. Yeah. And with this, I I, I had a look at what's coming up, and it says, oh, they get help him. Er and Luke get help when some other person in Hell's Kitchen, and I was just thinking. Is it too much to hope? Do we get? Do I get a cameo off Daredevil in this one? Mm, don't ruin it for me if you've seen it and I haven't. But I've got four episodes to go, but that would be absolutely uh, a cherry on top if if that happened. Yeah. I honestly, honestly, I Martin, you've got to watch him. You've got to just I'm, start the. It gets better. The first episode, it's it, it just generally does get better and better and better. By the time you're three episodes into this. It's must-see TV. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just sort of rotating it all with all yeah. the other so, juggling uh, stuff. So like I hope The that... Walking Dead's finished now, so I can get a few more. Oh, in. well, we'll talk about that. I'll just get through these other three emails. But I hope that answered your question, Jenny. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, David Cunningham. Hi, guys. Tech question for you. What has happened to the station? I listen via my Bluetooth speakers, and now you sound better than my CDs. You've got Tony Stark working there. Well, it's funny you should say, but... Three weeks ago, before we were coming back on air, um, me and Paul Ripley, station manager, we had a chat and it was 
all upgraded a lot of the equipment, um, which is why I was slightly going off my head when somebody messed everything up and messed the entire desk up before we started our show the other week. It wasn't all about that. It was all about the fact of, we've just gone and bought all this stuff and it's... So there you go. But yeah, we have we have done that. And I'm glad you, you like it. I was a bit worried then because I thought, what's happened to the station? Yeah. You sound terrible. It's, I can't know, hear anything. I know. <laughs> so no, I'm, I'm really chuffed. Um, Andy says, hey, what's up, guys? I am now changed views from cannot wait to Star Wars to sounding uh, that it's overhyped. Andy, Orlando, USA. It was always going to get overhyped during the last three weeks of two weeks, three weeks before it got released. I, I, the problem with this is, it, I remember I was ta- I was getting excited after I'd seen Cabin in the Woods because it blew me away. I loved it. Being a Joss Whedon fan, I love that film. I remember me and uh, my mate Chris, we built it up that much and that much to our mate Phil in the office, and then he went to see it and he was like, "Oh yeah, it is very good film, but I'm a bit on you." this build it up too too much and it didn't live up to because you were freaking out so much about it. so i think it is a problem when things are overhyped but I, I don't think i they've spent so much time on it they've had so much criticism of, of it um they've they got to the point where the criticism over the prequels whether i personally liked them it's not everyone's thing George Lucas got that much grief over it, which is, again, something I might redress in my column over Christmas or go over it. Very unfair what happened to him, because for all things, the guy's an absolute genius, the stuff he's done for cinema. But he did sell it because he was so upset, and he was genuinely upset that everyone took them so badly. It did matter to him. He wasn't just about the money, and I know he wasn't just about the money, because the minute he sold sold, um, to Disney, he gave his money away that he got, the proceeds he gave it all away and a lot of people don't seem to realize that he did that and that's the thing so yeah overhyped yeah it is but the you can only hope it does live up to it and i don't know they they can't have possibly ballsed it up i don't think so not from the amount of talent and the amount of time that's gone into it. The fact you've got the old crew on board, although Carrie Fisher was a bit whinging this week, have you heard? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's saying, I, I'm a 59 or 58-year-old woman and they've made me lose some weight. And no, what it is, it's it's not about... I get it. If, if it was a case of she was in something and somebody had said, right, you'd look a bit better and more sexy if you lost some weight, blah, blah, that's out of order. But they're trying to get the characters to look as much like the characters were back then mm. because in that situation they wouldn't get fat and wouldn't get a chance to loaf about like that because you're supposed to believe they've been fighting a revolution for the last 20, 30 years. Yeah. So you've got that. And can I just say, they sent Mark Hamill to the same regime. They yeah. made him lose weight because yeah, he didn't not, look not, enough not like the character. Thing, um, Harrison Ford was lucky because he's been doing a lot of work and he has kept reasonably in shape, you know. Yeah, and just prob- made him take his yeah, earring out. Yeah, and also, you know, he's probably on nil by mouth when he crashed his plane. Uh, <laughs> so he's, it wasn't as bad. But I, I've got my fingers crossed for you and all of us, Andy, that we hit Christmas and we're buzzing over the film after we've seen it. I yeah. think we're all probably going to be seeing it round about the day, if not yeah. as early as two, we possibly can. Two weeks tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. And we will be, we, me, me and Martin are going afternoon showing. 
So there you go. There are no preview screenings. So yours truly, Aaron Martin, are not going to be swanning it down at some premiere because there isn't a premiere, you know. So there you go. So we'll be seeing it when you see it. So we'll try and get a special show out that day if we can. Yeah. And we'll do a podcast from Fab after we've been or something. Gigi. Drowned our sorrows. Oh, don't say that. Well, that's it. If we, if well, we we'd have a few drinks either way. We drink to celebrate or commiserate. Yeah. You, you probably drink more to commiserate, though, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. GG says, I used to buy this 2000 AD comic, later rain, renamed as Judge Dredd, uh, currently a film in the pictures. No, I mean, it's not. The, the two separates, actually. They just brought out a Judge Dredd comic as well. 2000 AD still going. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I did a quick search and remember this Wee Gem stickers, which you were supposed to stick in various places to make you biotronic. Oh, Can't yeah, remember I remember if they that were. One. What were they? Yeah. That's they were, right. They were, they were, they were three in um, in 2000 AD. I think that was they? issue number two. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we've got actually. Do you, do you want to. Um, shall we ditch the next break and just go through? Yeah, we've only got 15 we minutes. Might as well. So, so uh, there you go. You've got a little bit of extra of us. There yeah. we go. You're probably not not that happy about that, but sorry. So what are we doing now, Martin? Uh, Help me. Well, we can either... Because we didn't ask people. We asked on Twitter and Facebook if anybody had got any thoughts on Ash versus the yep. Evil Dead. Go on, then. Has anybody... Anyone wants to email in now or get on Twitter and, it, and answer email that. is... Studio at Fab Radio international.com it's, it is the tablets it's slowed me down it, um, it's just not clicking in my head um, <laughs> I should have had it before but it just started killing before I came on um, yeah so yeah email in please yeah, yeah. let yeah. us know because it, it was on Virgin this week uh, on demand so people have had a chance to catch up with it oh yeah yeah I mean the I'll be honest. I, I know you've got a couple of reservations. We've 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 had a little chit chat, uh, mm. me and him, and I think you've got more reservations than me. Um, but I do I do like the feel of it, and it feels like a sequel to the the Army of Darkness. I don't I don't know about the original even Evil Dead. Well, it, it doesn't feel as gritty and and officially it's supposed to ignore Army of Darkness because they haven't got the rights to it. No. Explain. How did that come about? That's why there's no reference to sort of like being in another dimension and things like that. Well, you don't have to say that, though, does he? You well, just you assume think, that it's already it happened. Would, it was something to bring up in conversation. Well, what's he What's he allowed to say and what's he not allowed to I say then? I think it's basically just a straight continuation from number two. From number two. Well, it, it doesn't make... But he's doing it the right way then because That's it's not they, that they've clear. They've not got the, uh, the quick map. Right. Or S-Mart, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. No, I get you. But he was working at it at the beginning. No, but I, it was a different one. A different one. It wasn't the... Uh, right. It wasn't S-Mart. He was working in a... But, without being pedantic like you're being over it... <laughs> I'm not saying um, that's a bad thing. You, sure. you can just watch it and just uh, and just pretend in your own head that all three of them oh, have happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it does number feel... Number three was so different to the rest of them anyway. It made no difference. It was very different. Some people didn't like it. I I really enjoyed it because it did let him run wild a little it was bit. A, it was a complete wild fantasy comedy. Yeah. It was a comedy. More Number two was a very grim black comedy. Oh, yeah. And the first one was a really, really good horror film. Yeah. But it's always weird that people, when I show them the, these films at the first time, if they haven't seen them, that it's always a bit weird. I have to explain to them why it starts again with the second one. Yeah, that's 
I think I remember the the conversation we had when when Chris was on here. Mm. It was uh, I, I I'm of the opinion that it's a remake rather than a yeah, just a sequel. Yeah, it's it's not a sequel because no. they basically do the same film again. Yeah, uh, they didn't have much money when they made the Evil Dead, so the Sam Raimi went, "Oh, we got a lot of money now. Well, yeah, let's, let's redo the let's beginning. Do what we could. Yeah, which uh, I think's a mistake in hindsight. Yeah. I think he should have carried on from the other one and gone back there to yeah. get some sort of closure, and it all happens again. But look, the two good films. You can oh, watch both of them and enjoy them. I've got to say that. That scene with all the lamp fittings and the furniture laughing at him, were, that, that that blew my mind then. I was only young, and, and um, so I remember being sat in the pictures watching it and going, wow, this is off its head, this. Yeah. You know? It must have been like me and snuck in because you were just that too young. No, I told you what happened. That they my mate Lee, you know Lee, oh, my yeah, friend, yeah. his mum. She, she oh, was at yeah, the classic yeah, cinema, yeah, so yeah. she used to let us in through the fire escape. So it's still and I've got to say, God bless her, she's not, not around anymore. And I don't want to uh, say anything bad, but oh, she didn't give a fuck about the age limit. I mean, she just like, oh, you want to see that? Do you? All right, I'll open the door for you. Like, she didn't give a monkeys. And we were watching all this highly inappropriate stuff. And I don't mean like rude stuff. I mean just horror films. And and we, I, I told you when I watched Alien, we yeah. watched Alien, uh, and we were about twelve or <laughs> summer. Yeah, we were about twelve. We were, we were in a cinema on our own. Yeah. With, with just me and him, because it was the afternoon, the matinee. No one ever in a in, in a, a little provincial sort of town out out and about in the outskirts, the satellite towns. Cinemas are never busy during the week uh, at all. The people go at night, so but the matinees would still be on. And you'd basically have if it's a triple X, a, a double X film or whatever <laughs> upstairs, there'd be some guy doing stuff with with a rain mac on. And um, if it was a horror film, what, whatever, you, the you'd be on your own. Yeah, and. Yeah, we were in there and we were watching that. Oh, we were absolutely terrified by the time we left. I mean, how irresponsible is she? <laughs> eh? Shouldn't say that because it's speaking all the dead and she was a nice woman, but that was bonkers, that. Oh, but at least you got to see it. You've got a great story out of it. Oh, God, I saw a lot of stuff. Like you say, there was some bloody stuff that, you know, anything, if it was horror... We'd, I just couldn't help myself. I love horror films then. Mm. I'd still love I loved sci-fi, but sci-fi was attainable. I could go and see yeah. sci-fi films. That was never a problem. It wasn't forbidden fruit, was it? Mm. You see. So there wasn't as big a thrill. Like if you go and see, like I remember going seeing um, the, what is it, The Swarm with Michael Caine and oh, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. It's no big thrill going seeing that, you what, know. What, you went with Michael Caine? No. Oh, dear <laughs> me. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. Oh, God. Kaz B says you couldn't beat the Beezer. No, no. The Beezer, that's another one, that's isn't it? another one, yeah. We need to, we need to get We just found out. loads of them on the break. We found loads in, the, like, say, Wizard and Chips. And yeah. I want to know, the answer was Chips comic. Actually, was it on its own? But he says it's, it I, was I, always Wizard and Chips. I, I just always remember it Wizard and Chips. Don't remember Wizard But isn't own. that a weird thing to do? Like, can you imagine the board meeting? Right, we've got a board meeting. Right, I've got a new comic. Imagine this. I've just invited you. Right, right we're having a meeting, Martin. Way forward. We're doing a new um, children's comic right and we're gonna we're calling it whizzer and chips i'd like to think you'd have a question yeah. like oh, well what what do you mean you'd go like <laughs> what what's with the chips what's the way everybody they... likes chips yeah but why is it on the title though you know and it, it's just a can't it, it understand that title wizard and shit yeah but like buster and monster fun makes fun the buster comic 
But having said that, why is it called Buster Comic? I expected boobs. Why is the dandy called the dandy? Why is the be- Beano called the Beano? Oh, God. I don't no, understand getting, any of this. too deep now. No, what, that, what that, do that these names mean? Yeah. What do these names mean? What do they mean? Like Nipper. Why was that Matt comic called Nipper? Was it about a dog? Don't know. Little, anyway, little saying, you know, it's... Uh, be, yeah, Beano. Why is it called the Beano? So you haven't got the answers. Got You're the answers supposed to have the bloody answers. Because <laughs> one of us has to know what we're talking about. I think you get delirious. Yeah, right? I am. I'm gone. I'm telling you. It's these come back a bit of radiation from that bunker. That's what's <laughs> happened. Anyway. What, so what are we talking about? Uh, Ash versus Evil Dead. Yeah. I actually am enjoying it. I'm enjoying it, but I think it's trying too hard with the humour. He's him, though. He is how he is, isn't he? I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's like it's the bloody sort of Bruce like, Campbell show, isn't it? Yeah, that little cliche of like, you know, it's like my name is Bruce sort of thing, you know. It's it's very can, similar I, to that, isn't it? I can deal with it, I can enjoy it, but I just think it could dial it back a bit and be a bit more enjoyable. Has anybody out there seen his, um, My Name is Bruce? Because mm. I don't know what to, I still don't know what to make of that film. I quite enjoyed it, but... It's a massive ego trip, isn't it? It really is, isn't it? Because it's supposed to be him taking the mickey out of himself, but really, it's a... It, I, you know, if I do it, as I say, right, I'm doing a My Name is Mike film, you'll go, wow, yeah, he's full of himself now, <laughs> isn't he? Eh? And it's, it's one of them, isn't it? I don't know, but I do. I'm enjoying this, and I think I think the special effects is occasionally a little bit ropey sometimes. Yeah, but, too much CGI. But it's um, it's extremely violent for TV. Yeah. to say that. And they don't hold back with the swearing. They don't hold back with the violence. I know that. And... Can I just say, I wish they swear on The Walking Dead. Yeah, that's the most unrealistic. Part it's of it. absolutely ridiculous, right? If I if I'm upstairs now. Like like before, you remember when that bottle went and and uh, yeah, it, what I was having the worst day ever, and then um, someone really nice got me a nice sandwich and this bottle of, of of Seven Up, and and it just went everywhere. It just opened the top of it and it just went everywhere. And and yeah, I wasn't not using swear words. It was <laughs> right. So I can't upset that like in like this week's a big wall cave caves in and thousands of zombies start coming, making their way towards you, that no one goes, oh, shit. Yeah, fiddle to day. Yeah, they, they, they just, you know, I mean, God bless Carl, he's so well-spoken, isn't he? Yeah. You know, he was obviously brought up the right way. Now, why are they not swearing? I think it's, uh, that's the worst part of that. It's ridiculous that Although they don't swear. That, uh, when the, uh, they did the extras, I know on. they're not allowed to. I know because yeah, yeah. of the channel and the time. And We're not although, being, although being serious about how, that. why is it okay to have guts ripped out, yeah. faces ripped off? There is nothing I have not seen in The Walking Dead. I have seen every manner of dismemberment. I have seen every weird. I've seen faces peeled off and left on things, and I've, I've seen everything in The Walking Dead. But you can't drop an f bomb. I said that there was an extra on a DVD where the end of the when they got into um, terminal, mm. terminus is it? And, yeah, and they had that they were in the the container. Yeah, is an extra that's an alternate take. Oh yeah, because you know, the last line of the series was you know the, yeah they're messing with the wrong people. They're fucking with the wrong people. Yeah, yeah, that's that that would have been a very cool way to end it. And I'm not yeah. look, I'm not. I know I get a bit expletive from time to time. Usually when people are annoying me, I, I try not to. But the it's like it's a, it's a sort of vent, I guess. But 
But yeah, I do find it great weird that, and that's the only bit. And, and, and you know what? Whenever I mention this, sometimes I mention it to people, and they go, "Yes, they do," and I go, "No, they don't." Think about it, yeah. and they go, "Oh, yeah." Because people you, are not aware that, that there's no swearing. Because people are so used to hearing it all yeah. the time. And yeah, but they, you, you would, you maybe would. It's good that they don't. You're telling me that no one would would call like the governor when they say, "No one would call him a c word." No one would no. call him a name, a bastard even. You know, yeah. you don't even get bastard. No. You, the... you don't get shit. You don't, I've not even heard crap in it. it. It Butter wouldn't melt in their beautiful little mouths on The Walking Dead. Yeah. God, this is a weird show. <laughs> weird show, man, isn't it? Oh, Kath Morgan says, just want to know really happy you're back. I'm happy that we are both back and we're happy that you're still with us. Yes, we're all happy. And we had no denge this week. Good. No denge, dengeless. Dengeless. Ain't that good? So, we're all on that. We'll wait to see if any of you have any comments on the Ash versus Evil Dead. Do you like the title of it, by the way? Uh, it says what it is. It, it, I don't As, think they, look, you can, if you didn't have they, the Evil Dead in it, it wouldn't yeah. sell, would it? And Ash, you, you know. Yeah, it, it's got it's, everything on it. It's just good it. that we've got it, because we didn't expect anything like that. And, oh, I thought when they were remaking the Evil Dead last time it was that, that that was the last hurrah you'd get. You'd get this. I didn't expect it to do well, and I was right. Although, just just you know, throwing it out there, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't terrible that film, that remake of the Evil Dead. It, the effects were amazing. They just didn't I really don't... like many of the characters in no, it. No, that's it. There was nothing redeemable in it. No, I know. But, but the effects were just. You know, they were I really, actually, really I actually found it much more believable that they would go there and cut themselves off to help her go cold turkey with the drugs. Yeah, yeah. as a reason for being there, that sound that actually f- felt correct to me. That sound that sounded okay. Yeah, yeah. Just saying. There's, there's been other film films yeah. that have used that as a as a way of getting people into a situation. Oh yeah, in the yeah. last few years, but you know, I know but, it must yeah. be a, a common thing. Yeah. Oh, it, well, it would be, drugs. wouldn't it? Yeah. It happened on the Nick this year, season two. They it had did. to clean up um, the the main character. He so he went. He got kidnapped and put on a boat until he could tie um, a certain set of knots that proved that he wasn't under the influence. And then they went back. Damn good show, the Nick. Just saying, it's not a Starburst show, but it's a damn good show. Soderbergh so knocking it out of the park. Um, Andrew Bollard. Hey. Polly. He's here. <laughs> it's Polly. Polly. They go, isn't that nice, that? You hear that? Yeah, you've got a little thing for you there. We could have that on a, a soundbite there. Yeah. Um, evening, chaps. Not sure you're going to have time for this. We'll try. But I've wondered what your thoughts are on Supergirl. Seemed to have a good start, but has quickly moved into generic fodder and villain of the week territory already. And on the why is the dandy called the dandy? Why is the Beano called the Beano? Why was Desperate Dan called Desperate Dan? What was he after? I'm sure it was more than cow pie. Do you know what? I think Desperate Dan... They never explain what he was desperate at, and you've got a point there. And I, he's that hard and tough. Mm. He's so hard, so tough. He's, he's. I mean, he's clearly done some bird, and they just don't allude to it. They cover yeah. it up. They cover all his his shenanigans up. He's and, and, all cheeky little adventures, aren't Biff they? Biff Bacon. He was just like Biff you know, Bacon. He's, he he's an aspo. It was just a drug addict who yeah. was like dealing on the oh, car. Oh yeah, he did. He Biff a Bacon. He did. Yeah, he'd be in, on an asbo, That guy, wouldn't he? Yeah. You know, no, 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 I don't know why he's called Desperate Dan. Um, Supergirl, 
I'm I'm going to be catching up with a, two more episodes of that. I've seen three episodes of it. And I've got to say, I'm with you. First one, there's kind of a Devil Wears Prada sort of story going on there that's halfway all right. She's not terrible as Supergirl. I quite like her. She's a nice character. Um, the characterization is pretty good. He's very good as Jimmy Olsen, as a nice modern version of Jimmy Olsen. But the one thing that I think, I don't know what it is, I have this weird thing because I got trained as an IP barrister. So when it it comes to rights issues and stuff like that, I always sort of pick things apart. Like, like, you know, when you're on a busman's holiday almost watching something, when when I know there's a problem and I know that they don't have the rights to Superman Mm -hmm. and the way that they keep, I keep getting distracted by every time, every few minutes. I find myself thinking, oh, have you seen how they've got round it this time, that time? Because it's always the big guy, the big guy in blue, your mate, him upstairs, whatever. There's so many different ways, and they're just going to run out of ways of not saying him. And like, coming on, isn't he? So. Well, he's not, though. I don't think so. They're going, they're, this was the thing. The big news is they're trying to cast a young Superman. Mm. Nah, they're going to cast a young Clark Kent. And he's going to be Clark, and he's just going to, they're not going to mention that because it'll be a flashback and it'll be before he became that. They cannot use Superman. They can't afford him. They can't afford the rights. And that's why I find it fascinating. I'm watching it. I'm going, oh, there we go. But it is a bit lame, and it? it's like them not swearing on The Walking Dead. I just wish that next week um, everything changed. I put The Walking Dead's on and everyone's effing and blinding, and then Supergirl just goes, oh, I'm going to pop by and see Superman in a minute. I'll just see how he is. Yeah, going and be, to... be Superdog. Yeah, I don't understand why there's certain elements, though. It's very fascinating for me. that You can have Jimmy Olsen because he has appeared in Supergirl comics. You have certain things. But they did mention the Fortress of Solitude, and the Fortress of Solitude is just pr- definitely a Superman property, and I would have thought that the IP wouldn't cover that, but what do I know? <laughs> Saying, But that's, to me, it's a big IP puzzle every week. I'm going, oh, <laughs> but it is how it works out. I'm, I'm so sure that's how everybody's watching. I'm so pathetic, you know. Oh, yeah, Fantastic Four 2 has been cancelled. Yeah, we missed that out last week. Oh, boo-hoo. That is big surprise, that, isn't it? I know, I'm shocked. I'm yeah. stunned. I just surprised it ended up staying on the list for so long. <laughs> I mean, I would have took it off the the second day the film opened. Yeah. Um, that's a disaster, that film. It's a disaster. It is. And, I, I mean, on every level, I have not met one person that got anything out of watching that film. And you haven't even bothered, have you? You just no, couldn't no. be bothered. It's That's what I'm saying. Anyway, here we go. <laughs> so, oh, another little bit I wanted to throw in. You know, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Well, the uh, they were heading up to the end of Arrow, and uh, they they've done this. Thanksgiving annoys me. They have you guys out there. You have your Thanksgiving. Well, when you do that, you your shows go on hiatus for two weeks. Yeah, and over here we don't. We just have everything stays on, whether it's on or not. If we have a holiday, it's it's usually on unless it's Christmas. Now. And and we have to wait two weeks, then. Yeah, no, we have to wait two weeks. So I've got to wait two weeks for the end of them. But it's a two-part crossover with Arrow and the Flash, and then it—that's literally the pilot that leads into Legends of Tomorrow. Out oh. uh, Legends of Tomorrow. The bad news is the saying, the rumor is, and it's more than a rumor. Some people have fleshed out on it that they they can't afford to do a second series of Legends of Tomorrow, even if the ratings are through the roof, because it's cost too much money, and they might be just keeping it as a um, twelve or thirteen part just series. 
on its own. But that might be good. It might be good, yeah. I mean, I do like the idea of it. This is basically their version of a Justice League. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they do. And it sounds really but great. I think the way, like we've, we've discussed many a times, the way they're doing the two different universes... Oh yeah, the film ones and the TV oh, ones. It's ridiculous. I anyway. I don't I don't know how it's going to fly all this. Like it's going to be extremely difficult. Uh, they 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 have had so much airtime now. These characters like Arrow, you're so familiar with it and all that. And then if someone pops up on the in the cinema, it's going to be really difficult to just upset someone. Mm. Because they're not that far away from what you do in the movies. These are very expensive TV productions. They've got cinematic look to them. Yep. Anyway, so these films aren't going to be much different. And uh, But I'll tell you something, the Suicide Squad, Jai Courtney, he's got me... That, that I, I'm not interested. I hate to say it, I just... I don't know, I'm just not interested. Because he's in it. Then you've got someone playing Harley Quinn. She looks good as Harley Quinn, but... Then who is the Joker in it? What? How does it all fit together? DC's a mess, man. Uh, yeah. um, the the these films they've got a lot of sorting out to do. Yeah, I mean people get confused with the Marvel films. Yeah, they do with the X Men and why can't the X Men? I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. so uh, again, know, but but this is going to just like whole new ball game of confusing them. I'll do an IP handout. And we'll just do it. It yeah. can come free. That can be our giveaway next time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It explains the intellectual property of all the different different copies to get the different properties. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I don't believe that I forgot Rocket, Rocket Raccoon. That was, I think that was my favourite one as well. I really yeah, yeah, like that. Great, that. Yeah, but I haven't got one. You know, I haven't got one. Which, which area of the country got that? I don't know. Where was Rocket Raccoon Land? This is like it's like battle royale with the zones. Yeah. This, you know, you had uh, you were you in the Godzilla zone? Were yeah, you in that the? Was us. Yeah, that we were the Godzilla zone. So uh, I I know Doctor Who was north of the border. So I think yeah, London way you got Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. See, so if you're listening from London, you know, you send send me a Rocket Raccoon if yeah. you've got one. Because we didn't get we didn't end up with many of these, no. and they all went out. And yeah. As, and, you know, a lot of them will have got destroyed yeah. because they weren't sold because of everything that went on and all the mess-up. Sigh. <laughs> Sigh. These Ho, people. hum. Yeah, it's annoying. It's really annoying. We're going a little bit over. What a surprise. Uh, that's why we like. That's why we have the last slot because we can sort of finish when what's so with eschewed the news. I'm sorry about that. Um, and if there's anything else we want to talk about, I want to ask you about the Alien movies. That's the one. Yeah. Go on. So we've sort of been covering this. Prometheus was originally going to be a... Um, Prometheus a two, 2. Was it two parts it was supposed to be initially? Before it was called Prometheus, it was a prequel to Alien, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And it was supposed to be two-part, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And then shortly before, it was reduced to, um, to being the one film. Yeah. And then they said it wouldn't necessarily have the alien in it, and they called it Prometheus. Yeah. Then we went to see that, and boy, did that get a mixed reception. Uh, for every person that tells me they love it, there's someone who thinks it's an affront to the to the uh, property, the to the franchise. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, well, yeah, I, I you know, it's good. Yeah. It's a nice science fiction film. At least it was a proper science fiction film. It wasn't, you know, just some property with a science fiction desktop bolted yeah. onto it, you know. Um, it was a proper... It felt like a sci-fi, and I liked some of the special effects. Great. 
look, good story. was It's an interesting story. But now we've got... I heard it was going to be Prometheus 2. Mm. And then it changed. Where are we up to now? It's gone from Prometheus 2 to Alien. They decided to that they were going to cash in on Alien by yeah. putting that on the title. Yeah? Because we had that... Um, the guy who did Godzilla. Yeah. He was going to do one, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 He said he wanted to do one. And they said, oh, yeah, you can do one because mm-hmm. you're great. Yeah. Uh, and he had these great designs. And he wanted uh, Sigourney yeah. Weaver back. And yeah. So he... Ridley Scott's obviously gone, oh, uh, actually. Yeah, that was made Blomkamp, wasn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. And he, he was he was going to do a sequel, and he was quite Not wisely. He was go- yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, chappy. That's the yeah. fella. Yeah. And he's... Um, that chappy. Chappy. And he's, again, I'm, I fought Chappy's corner, and people didn't seem to like Chappy. I, I like Chappy. Anyway, um, <laughs> there's a quote. I did. Oh, you know <laughs> what I mean. That doesn't sound weird. Oh, it does, doesn't it? But anyway, he... <laughs> Thing is, it, if you were going to do it, I would have done it that, yeah, they were just a bad dream she had or something. Yeah. I really would, because you can't tell the story beyond Alien Resurrection because it's bollocks at that point. I mean, you had that weird creature there. Um, don't get me wrong, I actually preferred Alien Resurrection to the third one, because. but at the end of the day, I'm sorry, you, you, you've jumped the shark with that series when you killed off Nixon... Um, Hicks and I said Hick, Nicks and Newt then and yeah. I said um, Hicks and Newt yeah but, and that was a massive story and it's also it's it took the piss in my opinion because you shouldn't do a sequel at the expense of the film before it and no. and you did that film and knowing that they get killed literally five seconds into the beginning of the next film means the aliens and all that is just bloody pointless at mm. the end so it's gathered its shock value at the expense of the other film. So I had a problem with that, and I didn't like it. And I know some people out there go, it's a brilliant nihilistic vision, and it's it's total, it goes the other way, it's a cold nightmare and all that. I get that, I totally get it, but it's still not as good, and it's not as yeah. enjoyable. Don't get me wrong, I've seen the cut when you've got um, about 20 more minutes in the director's cut, makes it's a lot better film, because... They managed to trap it, and then it gets released. One of them thinks it's a dragon um, who's played by Paul McGann. Mm. Um, Golic, I think his name is, that character. He yeah. lets it free. And it is a better film when you see it like that. But I've got to say, even then, you've got a problem because it comes out of a cow in that version. Yeah. And then they refilmed it to be birthed as a dog. So when it's running around like a dog on the ceiling, but it's been birthed from a cow, it doesn't make any sense. So you haven't got a perfect film there, no matter which version you see. Yeah. So to me, I just thought, hell, you know, it's shit. I mean, it's it's a misstep. And then you build a misstep on top of that with by carrying on from that point where bring you have to bring it back as a clone. Um, now, Dark Horse didn't make that mistake with the comics. They did it straight after. And, and yeah, people would have accepted it. If Sigourney Weaver left, they'd be more than happy with an adult new, yeah. And and that's how it, how it should have gone, in my opinion. And he, Blomkamp, said, I will continue after Aliens, mm. and I'll ignore them too. Yeah. So, yeah, I did, where, is it hypersleep dream or something? I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't even have to acknowledge them, do you? Yeah. 
So then when they did that with Alien 3, they even screwed over Dark Horse. Dark Horse had kept it going for three years, the franchise, by the interest, by doing all that massive yeah. comic book series. And then they just did something that went, yeah, you've basically been doing the adventures of uh, Hicks and New, and they're just dead. So they even had to do a one-off story where they had her asleep in the tube and she was dreaming all them comic book series. So this is what I mean. It causes a mess and you're doing yeah. it at other people's expense. So what happened then? We got... Um, Blomkamp's doing it and Ridley goes oh I think I'll add Alien to the front of mine and then mysteriously at the exact same time you hear that that's been put on hold the other film yeah so you're saying that it's uh, a stitch up well there's (laughs) been a few phone calls haven't they yeah Uh, so it changed the name to Alien I can't remember the the other name Uh, Paradise Lost Paradise (laughs) Yeah, which is wow, I'm kicking in now. We were about yeah. to go in a few minutes yeah. and I've, I've woke up. Um, I've got Neil Blomkamp written down here and I didn't even think of it before. So. Yeah, well. Um, yeah, so he's we, not thinking of us either, to be honest. Yeah, no. Well, it depends what he's doing when he's thinking of us. <laughs> uh, and now it's called Alien Covenant. Oh, I don't really. What does that mean? Oh. Take me. What's the word covenant mean? It's a, it's a binding promise, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so... I can only really imagine what they, this film's going to be about then. I mean, Paradise Lost is the Milton yeah. book, so that's that's a, a... Well, if you want a, a phrase that encapsulates that, it's the phrase of, um, I would rather um, rule in hell than serve in heaven. Yeah. So this is about what made... It, was, it starts off the it was a, man and machine thing going on yeah, there because it, it it's Fastbender's android that survives, isn't it? Yeah, and, and we imagine the engineers are going to be back. and Yeah. and cause it was Well, out. they were on the way to Earth, weren't they, to yeah. destroy it, weren't they? Destroy it because yeah. it every, because ended on a, Yeah, everyone forgets this. That, uh, Prometheus ended on a massive cliffhanger yeah. because she'd, he'd been killed, well, d- very badly damaged, the android. She was alive, but the engineers were on, a w- on the way to get rid of this uh, failed experiment, yeah. i.e. us. Yeah. yeah. So it was one hell of a cliffhanger. So it does get resolved in this, I'm assuming. Yeah, I think they spoke that ending by putting too many references to Alien in it. Well, there was only the, 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 the one that was the biggie was that you had a sort of what I don't know well the the uh, that big thing I've, god I've got your problem now yeah the space jockey yeah that's right yeah. the space jockey yeah they had everything else looked the same mm-hmm. you know we all know it's a different planet yeah but we knew it was good yeah that didn't make sense did it yeah that didn't make sense but, but yeah they had the, the spaceship that fell over, so it looks exactly like the one that's in Alien. Yeah, that's right, yeah. That she, that she, uh, that, uh, what's her face, Charlie's, Fearon's character ran in an exact straight line, even yeah. though it was a long, very narrow sort of thing that you could have just darted to the it's left or to the darted middle. to the right. Yeah. She ran in the exact length of the thing as it fell on top of her. That was the comic book moment. It was unbelievable, yeah. wasn't it? Imagine Roadrunner or something. Yeah, he's just. I wa- I was watching it with disbelief that. And then the the alien coming out of someone's chest at the end. And, yeah. You know, there was too many, too much of that. If they'd have stuck with the engineers and just trying to stop them. And... Yeah. But he, he can't. He can't though, because he he said it's good. It's a prequel to Alien. He did yeah. say that. But then the afterwards, he said, it? but it's actually two films before that prequel. Right. Okay, so this is then. So you're gonna. So we've now got three. 
to yeah. come. So you've got Prometheus, and then so this whole saga, there were are going to be four movies that lead into Alien. Yeah, wow, and, and that's asking to go a lot back of people. To the that. same sort of planet with just different name, LV, whatever. That's yeah, it's asking a lot of people. And that. they're going to do the same thing, and they've got to go back to the planet that ends up looking exactly like it did yeah, Alien. Yeah, that's asking... And you've already seen that in Prometheus. That's asking a lot of people that. That's, that's, that's asking ridiculous. people are going to have a lot of patience to stick with that, hasn't, haven't they? Yeah, he's going that's... to have to be really sort of knocking things out. It, what he's going to do, he's going to shitbag shuffle it, and it's going to just be Aliens. Yeah, I think so. I really do. But we'll, we'll see anyway. But yeah, it's nice to, to at least sort of see where his roadmap is. But I'll be honest with you, I would have preferred just a follow-up to Prometheus yeah. and the follow-up to, uh, well, the the new third Aliens film, you yeah. know, like um, that Blomkamp wanted to do. I'd have rather seen both of them and both be very different. The other deals with the end of that story. Yeah. And then he can leave it open to sort of lead into Alien. And do the, do the let's get the Alien franchise, Aliens franchise, back on the road let's get some new films that actually take the story forward because i'm just so sick of with movies and with tv shows of just prequelizing everything like you just go forward let's tell the story forward that's why star wars force awakens a breath of fresh air because because we don't know what's happening yeah we don't know what's going to happen anything can happen in this film whereas in the prequels you couldn't you You, knew that obi-wan that you're going to um, yeah you knew obi-wan kenobi wouldn't get killed you knew that whatever you know because there's only so much threat because you know who's going to be in yeah. later on. So but, obviously, yeah. yeah, anyone could die in this, and any yeah. and anything can happen, and that's that's what's good about it. So, yeah, and that's that. I think that that is round about it. I think that is the music. So that means we've got to go till next week. I've been Mike, and he's been Martin, and we'll be back with you soon.
Starburst Radio, brought to you in association with Arrow Films.